This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello beautiful, welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now no matter what's going on in your life and spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. Alright, good morning everyone. This is Celine here from Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. And you are listening to the latest episode of Your Time to Shine. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you so much for taking the time to... Um, think about who you are and think about what you want to be and who you want to be in your life. I really, really appreciate your presence in this show. And and I think, you know, sometimes I, I forget when I record these episodes that people are actually going to listen to it because it's just me in my car with my phone uh, recording these episodes. And I, I do I do forget. I do forget that, um, that people are actually listening to the show, <laughs> which is a bit sad. <laughs> But actually, you know, I received a, an email from Radio Cannabis the other day, and um, it's you know it's an email that they send to their the um, the people who produce shows on their on their um, radio station, and um, and they send a ranking of of um, you know what which shows were downloaded the most or listened to the most or whatever during the past two months. And, you know, Your Time to Shine actually ranks um, in the top five very, very often. Actually, I'm very surprised when it doesn't rank in the top five uh, for shows most downloaded, I think. That's how they put it or something like that. So I just wanted to say that, you know, it, it really always comes to a surprise when I see that the show is ranking um, because I honestly... It's like, you know, it's it's just a, such a personal, like, intimate experience for me to record these shows. But I'm so glad that you are getting value from it. And I really want to thank you um, for, 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 for listening to the show. That means a lot to me. And that gives a really nice boost to my ego. So thank you so much, <laughs> my ego and I. Thank you. <laughs> so um, there's quite a lot that I want us to cover today. And we only have 25 minutes, well, 23 minutes now. So let's get right into it. Um, the first thing I wanted to say is that, you know, I, I was reminded again this week how deeply valuable this work is. You know, when we when we talk about self-love, it's, it's so much more than taking time for yourself. I really do think that self-love is the foundation of everything in your life. You know, if you hate yourself, this is going to have a, a crazy impact across all areas of your life. And I was doing um, a session with a client and um, and we were working on, on other things. On I think we were working on experiencing stress at work and feeling overwhelmed and frustration. That was, you know, the where we started off uh, with the session. And um, and guess where we got to? We got to self-hatred. And it's just so powerful for me to... I mean, you know, sometimes I wonder, you know, what it is that I'm talking about, if it has actually any value, if I should stop talking about this, if people are actually, you know, getting anything from it. And, you know, when I do a session with a client and we talk about self-love very randomly, it's not the first, you know, deciding point of a session... And we end up talking about self-love and it's even more powerful when it's, you know, when it's a session with a man and, and they, they're like, oh, I hate myself. And I'm like, <laughs> well, 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 isn't that interesting? Um, you know, I just think that this, this work is, is powerful and I, I really want to thank you for, 
for doing this work with me and for taking the time to think about who you are and who you want to be in your life and why you are the way that you are. And um, and I think that this work is so, so deeply precious. And actually today I want to talk about something that, um, that I've been thinking about for years. <laughs> I do think about things a lot and, you know, I often open the show with the sentence, oh, I was thinking about this and I thought I'd share this with you guys <laughs> on the show. Um, so I was... Um, I was having the most delicious sandwich with my husband at the beach for lunch the other day and um, I saw a family uh, cycling by and they all had these electric bikes and I thought like that's the laziest thing I have ever seen in my entire life and it got me thinking and I mean I know I know what you're gonna say I know you're gonna say yeah well electric bikes are good because of this or because of that and there's so many good reasons you know why that make electric bikes so amazing and so awesome but it got me thinking it it just my mind went down this path and I want to share some of my thinking with you guys and see what you think okay so you are not allowed on the show to get annoyed with me or to think that I'm judging you because it's not the case I am always thinking about things and I'm always looking for practical and efficient long-term solutions for us and um, so don't get triggered and if you get triggered it's it's okay it's fine just just have a look at it don't blame me for for your triggers but let's have conversations about about the things that hurt you this is really what this show is all about okay so um anyway and it got me thinking about how we are kind of doomed as a society to be honest you know we like things to be efficient we like things to be easy we like things to be quick we want everything and we want it all now and we want it delivered um my mother-in-law has had that sentence on on a napkin on a paper paper napkin that she sometimes you know serves during dinner parties and whatever and you know it says i want it all no i want it i want it all i want it now and i want it delivered and it's, it's always been like yeah this is <laughs> this is who we are now as a Besides, it's a bit crazy, you know, but if you think about, um, actually, I stayed awake last night thinking about this and thinking about what I wanted to share with you. So yeah, you kept me awake last night <laughs> for a long time. Um, but you know, when you think about all of the advertising that is, um, you know, going on and in, in, in on the media, you know, you see that everything is about efficiency. Everything is about ease. Everything is about, um, um, having things now, you know, th things being instant, right? You know, you get a meal delivered in less than 10 minutes or, you know, um, if you order five things, then you get a $10 discount, you know. It's all about having things being, you know, very, like very much, you know, at, a, at, a, at the... Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought, but it's it's very much about having things now and having everything now. You know, we want things to be better, to be faster, to be stronger. You know, if you look at everything in our society cars bikes food um i don't know grocery shopping uh clothing uh, i don't know anything and everything it's all about improving things all the time and i and i think that we are such a creative you know the human race is so creative in the sense that it's always looking for ways to improve things and it's really i think it's something that i really admire about us as humans um, and yet, you know, why do we seek to improve things so that they're easier, right? So that they're faster. And I am afraid that we are turning into blobs, into lazy blobs. And, you know, with the image of, or with the, the, the situation of the electric bikes, you know, like it, it just seems so crazy to me that, you know, you just, you're on this bike and there's, you know, 
you pedal a little bit, but most of the time you don't pedal at all. You just sit on this thing and you don't even exercise your body, which is the whole thing around cycling, right? That you get to be outside and you get to see beautiful things and go to beautiful places and you exercise your body at the same time like I have so many beautiful memories of me cycling with my family and and you know my butt was sore at the end of the day and it was it was part of the experience and I really enjoyed it I didn't enjoy it at the time I was complaining a lot to my poor parents (laughs) but it was it was part of the fun right and I think that in our search for things to be easier um, we're just losing a lot of things and I think that one thing that really characterizes us as a as a race as humans is our laziness <laughs> i think that we're all really bloody lazy we're all lazy isn't that isn't that true like like um what example do i have for you like um for example you get home from work and you're really tired and you need to eat something what do you have you have fish and chips because you can't be bothered cooking your meal and that feels like too much effort you look for the easiest solution even though even though you know it's not necessarily a good long-term solution you know that you can't do that every night and if you do you're going to have lots of health issues right um, and you know another thing that I was thinking about is you know say that you're not think you're not feeling really well but what are you going to do at the end of the day you're going to have a glass of wine you're going to have a second glass of wine you're going to have a third glass of wine and then you'll feel a little better oh that's such a good solution right you know you have a problem and then you have this instant solution that's actually not really good for you because you're not dealing with the core of the problem right you're not addressing the reason why you're not feeling good in the first place and you know in New Zealand we have this um, culture of wine o'clock you know especially for moms I think you know there's this idea that moms work really hard and it's a really hard job to be a mom and it's really exhausting and draining and you never have any time for yourself blah blah, blah. You, we, we, we know all of this right and so you deserve to have wine o'clock and it's like this kind of thing that that moms say to sort of sort of justify that you know excuse to have a glass of wine or, or ten or three I don't know and um and so I want you to think about the reasons why, or the, um, let me just close my window. I want you to think about um, your own laziness, actually. I would like you to think about your own laziness, and perhaps you're getting triggered already, and I'm really sorry about that, but I, I do think that. You know, we do things because we make excuses for ourselves. If you think about all of the limiting beliefs that you have in your life, you have these limiting beliefs because they're excuses. They excuse your stupid, (laughs) you know, behavior that's born out of ignorance and fear and sadness and loneliness, right? So think about all of the limiting beliefs in your life that you're trying to eliminate. And if you are on a path of self-development, you'll be aware of your limiting beliefs. You'll be aware of your limited thinking. Um, tendencies and you know why do you have those limiting beliefs you know people always think about limiting beliefs as these things that they have to eradicate so that it can make more money so that they can manifest their soulmate so that it can you know uh, release weight excess weight you know whatever but all of these limiting beliefs are there for a reason they're there because they're serving you why they're serving you because they're justifying a behavior so think about um like i mean all of your limiting beliefs are like that right they all have a purpose they all have a reason there's always a reason why all of these belief systems were created and that you're still holding on to them they're here for a reason they're here because they're serving you they're here because it makes things easier and it's probably you know these limiting beliefs are not probably not um they, you know they served you in the past and it might be really difficult for you to let them go but um oh, i lost my train of thought again 
But my point is that they're serving you. My point is that there's a purpose for them. They're just not limiting beliefs. They're not just, they're not just limiting beliefs. They're there for a reason, and they're there because they're actually helping you. You know. So um, let's say that um, you are a procrastinator, and it's really difficult for you to make decisions. And you know that you need to do things, and you know that you need to take certain actions in order for you to move forward in your life. But, <laughs> but it's so easy to watch two hours of Netflix in the evening. But it's so easy to um, just, you know, sloth on the couch and get high. You know, it's so easy. And this is a limiting belief. But it's serving you because it's stopping you from making decisions. And making decisions is bad because sometimes you make bad decisions and you want to avoid having that responsibility of possibly uh, failing, right? Do you see how that limiting belief is actually not so much a limiting belief or that limiting behavior is not really a limiting behavior in itself. It's a empowering behavior because it empowers you to stop making decisions and to stop being responsible. You can blame other things for your stupid behavior, limiting behavior. And I'm just saying this with so much love in my heart. Okay. So don't allow yourself to be triggered. You know, this is, this is, like even beyond self-love, like I don't really care about self-love. I care about having conversations with you. I care about understanding why you are the way that you are. And we spend so much time and energy trying to avoid having these conversations. And that is laziness. That is procrastination. procrastination. That is self-sabotage. And I am so tired of clients you know telling me that they want to work with me or people telling me that they want to work with me they're not clients at this stage um and then saying oh but i don't have time oh but this happened oh but i don't have the money this is laziness this is procrastination and you can tell yourself oh i'm not ready to do this work and you know once i'm ready the money will show up no it doesn't it will show up once you decide to show up for yourself it will show up once you decide to do the work it will show up when you once you start to stop procrastinating you know this this just you know it's it's everything will show up once you decide (laughs) that you want to move forward in your life and I feel so sad when you know somebody tells me that they want to work with me and then they stop responding to messages and and I feel like yeah that there is you know such thing as divine timing but I think that most of the time we just use all of these spiritual um, things as excuses to justify laziness and I'm sorry if I'm if I'm being blunt. Um, I do I do feel that I'm I'm being quite judgy, and I'm I'm really sorry about that. Uh, I do I do feel that I don't understand laziness at all. You know, I made the decision years ago that I would always do my hundred my one. I would always give my one hundred percent. It's a decision that I made years and years ago when I was when I was in my early twenties, and it changed everything for me. So for me, doing my hundred percent is that you know if I notice a limiting belief or if I say something mean to my husband or blah 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 if I notice something that I can change straight away I take that first step straight away I don't let myself um, wallow in misery and sadness and frustration because I know that if I don't deal with a problem straight away it's going to become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until I have to deal with it and that's how we have addictions you know that's how we have addictions how are how are addictions created because there's an issue and you don't know how to deal with it perhaps you don't have the knowledge perhaps you feel that you don't have the strength and you just drink or you take drugs because that's an easy, quick, efficient, short-term solution that helps you to forget about your problems, that for, that help you to to deal with life, right? And 
again, you know, we just, you know, have that second drink or we have that <laughs> drug that is really not good for your body or whatever, or you have that smoke or that joint or whatever, and it's a really good solution and you feel really good for the, the length of half an hour, two hours, whatever. But then what? But then you go back. So you need to have another hit, right? And for me, I always thought that this is just not a good long-term solution. And I could not see myself being addicted to a substance as a way to feel good about myself. I knew that I had to do something about it. I knew that I had to find the reasons why I was feeling so low. I, I knew that I had to find the reason why I was hating myself. You know, that that's just not... It, it's just so weird, right? Like, it, I knew that it was not natural, that I was meant to feel good. I was meant to feel happy. And I could not see myself yeah wallowing in an addiction for very long that being said you know I, I definitely was addicted to processed sugar for a very long time and I do say that you know um, sugar is more addictive than cocaine I don't know if it's true but it's something that I heard and it stuck with me um, and it, yeah I mean I, I did I do I do I did definitely struggle with you know my addiction to sugar and I was really really difficult to give up on but that came because I didn't I didn't address the reason why I was hating myself so much and it was so difficult to climb up that hill you know so I'm not saying that if you don't address your problems you're going to become addicts <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all but you know once we start to address these problems then healing can happen right and I think that we're just denying ourselves the right to heal and the right to move forward because we're lazy and because we're selfish and because we are ignorant and we want to stay that way. And oh my goodness, you know, I'm using very strong words today. I'm really sorry about that, you guys. Um, I, I do think that there is a space for honesty here in this show. And, um, and I'm sure that, you know, perhaps you're like, oh yeah, perhaps I can have a look at this. And and perhaps I can have a look at that or perhaps I've been lazy or selfish or ignorant in that way and I can have a look at that and it's okay for me to have a look at it and it's safe for me to have a look at it and I don't need to hate myself <laughs> for um, embracing or even acknowledging a limiting belief or a memory or whatever. And then there's perhaps another, you know, <laughs> some of you that are like, oh yeah, perhaps this is true for some people, but me, you know, I have suffered in my life. <laughs> You know, I didn't have any money when I was growing up and I was abused as a child and people bullied me at school and, you know, I have a really mean boss at work and, you know, perhaps it's true for others, but me, I have all of this in my life, which justifies my behavior. Well, actually, you know, what if... Of what if what if all of these things were simply excuses, right? What if What if all of these things were simply things for you to have a look at? Another example that I have for you and something that I work on quite regularly with clients is um, people's relationship with their parents, you know, and, you know, we're all waiting for our parents to change. You know, they have all done things to hurt us that hurt, that have hurt us, that have damaged us, right? <laughs> and we all feel that, you know, our parents like should really apologize to us or perhaps you have this really strained relationship with your parents and you're waiting for them to change because, you know, once they change, then once they change, then you'll be able to feel better. And we know that we can't wait for people to change in order for us to feel better about ourselves. We know that we have to stop waiting for our, others to change. It's just not a practical solution. So what do we need to change instead? We need to change the way that we feel about certain situations. You know, um, my I had a client yesterday and he was getting really frustrated during the session. I could see that all that frustration that he had 
hell you know that he had stored in his body was coming up and it was really difficult and it was really heavy and he said you know like why are we even doing this work you know uh, it was a theta healing session you know the, the premise of theta healing session is you know what our practitioners or theta healing practitioners often say is you know change your beliefs change your life i'm sure that you've heard that before change your beliefs change your life and i thought about it for a second and i and i thought well that's actually not quite true you know what we're doing with theta healing or with the the, the process of uh, self-development, whatever you want to call it, healing yourself, whatever, is to actually change the way that you look at reality. And, you know, it has definitely happened to me that, you know, I look at a belief system and I change it and then my reality completely changes and I'm sure it's happened to you as well. And if it hasn't, then come get in touch with me and we'll work on that. But um, it's definitely happened to me in that way and I've shared a lot of examples you know in previous episodes of the show so definitely make sure that you're listening to other episodes of the show if you haven't already and but I think that most of the work is not so much you know to change your beliefs so that you can change your reality so that the reality around you changes but more that you change the way that you look at reality say that you have a very strained relationship with your mom and your mom is bad in this way or is always so negative or she's always complaining about your choices or she wants you to get married or she's um you know criticizing your choice of partner or the way that you're raising your kids <laughs> i'm hitting something right <laughs> this is resonating with you you know say that you're changing you wanted to change your beliefs and the reality doesn't change ah well that's you know that was a poor assumption you're actually changing your beliefs so that your reality or that your experience of reality your perception of reality changes you know you change your beliefs so that you understand why your mom is acting this way you change your perception so that you understand and can forgive your mom this is the work that we're doing you know we're not changing our beliefs so we can manipulate our mom into being nicer <laughs> that's not going to work but we're changing your beliefs so that we can forgive so that we can move on so that we can set better boundaries, so that we can be happier, so that when we do spend time with our parents, we don't have to leave that meeting being exhausted and drained and feeling so deeply sad and lonely, right? Because we can't even communicate with our own parents. Does that make sense? I hope it does. (laughs) And I do think that there are that for everyone, you know, even if you think that you're a hard worker, that you never spend any time procrastinating, and you're already working so hard, so you don't even have time to, you know, do your inner work. Can you hear how all of these things are actually excuses that we're making to justify our behavior? Isn't that so fascinating? Isn't that so interesting? I mean, it's just, it's just amazing to see how the mind develops to protect us, to protect us. It's just so incredible. I'm just so in awe of how deeply creative and intelligent our mind is. It's just so fascinating to me and I love it. I love, you know, working with a client or working on myself and just uncovering that whole belief system that upholds something that is actually really crazy at its core. It's just so interesting to me. I just, I just love this work. It's just so interesting. Anyway, what was I saying? I can't remember. My point is that we are all so 
we're all lazy we're all procrastinators and we're all ignorant in one way or another and it's okay you know it's okay we're all moving forward and perhaps you know you're not procrastinating in one area of your life perhaps you're really good in your work but you're really lazy when it comes to your health or you're really lazy when it comes to i don't know setting up a health routine you know um you know a steady routine that helps you to go to bed at, at a certain time each night and helps you to wake up at a certain time in the morning right that's pretty good for your body we all know this right <laughs> we all know that we need to spend less time on our phones for example you know so we're all incredibly resilient we're all not procrastinating not procrastinating in one area at least in our lives and then we're all so crazily procrastinating in another area or other areas of our lives so my suggestion to you is that you have a look at all of these areas in your life Perhaps it's just one area if you're very lucky or many areas if you're me, if you're anything like me. But all of those things in which you're like, ah, oh, I've been lying to myself. See if you can love yourself anyway. See if you can have that conversation with yourself and just say, ah, <laughs> I have been lying to myself so powerfully here and I can change it anyway. I can love myself anyway. So that is my message for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this um, conversation. I really do love having this space with you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time to to laugh about yourself, with yourself, to just think about, oh my goodness, I've been doing this. <laughs> and it's okay. You deserve to love yourself anyway. That's not a reason to dislike or judge or hate yourself, okay? You can have a look at all of these things and love yourself at the same time, okay? So that is my invitation to you. Look at all of the ways in which you're procrastinating or lazy or slothy or blobby and love yourself anyway, okay? So I'm sending you so, 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 so much love. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye. All right, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. Make sure to visit my gorgeous website, mydawninglight.com, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you loved what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye! This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.